0: Hi everyone and welcome to Spill It, the Gwinnett County Public Library's podcast all about YA literature, where two of us love YA and one does not. I'm Catherine, Teen Services Librarian, and I love YA. I'm Patty, Youth Services Manager,
1: and I also love YA. And I'm Sarah, Youth Services Specialist, and I love that there are genres out there for everyone, whether it's YA or not YA. (laughs) This is my least favorite of your... (laughs) Intro choices
0: so far. <laughs> you there want me ma- to try again? There are many genres no. within YA. That
2: well, you know. you know what I mean. <laughs> She's like, I love that there are books out there.
1: For all age groups <laughs> and interests. Including young adults. Exactly. And the adults that read young adults. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: I see. I'm happy for us all. Okay. Well, on that note, let's tell everyone what we're reading right now. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. I'm actually reading an adult title. It's The Forgotten and is part of a huge series by Heather Graham. It's definitely not YA, but I would say this series falls into the paranormal mystery thriller romance genre. Ah,
2: yes, that genre. Yeah, that huge (laughs) genre. Yeah.
0: It has ghosts, which I love. Are the ghosts in love? Maybe. (laughs) But I, I guess I'm not ready to leave the, you know, Halloween spooky season behind. But really, those are kind of my favorite are books to read are anyway. You so you to leave yeah, that? Yeah, no.
1: I read them <laughs> year-round. But what are you reading, Sarah? I am reading a um, graphic novel series called Paper Girls by Brian J. Vaughn. And it is, like it sounds, about a bunch of girls who are, instead of paper boys, paper girls, delivering the newspaper. But then one day, like aliens kind of land in their town and things just get weirder from there <laughs> so it's interesting and it's also a series on amazon prime so if you don't have time to read a graphic novel which you should it's a graphic novel but if you don't you can always try to watch the show i'm gonna have time to watch a
2: television show <laughs> instead of reading a graphic novel i don't
1: know some people prefer their to consume their media <laughs> okay in video form <laughs> sure i oh, i'm saying <laughs> It's
2: much faster that way.
1: Well, you don't have to do as much work.
2: <laughs> I am also reading a graphic novel right now. It is called Ride On by Faith Erin Hicks. And it is a standalone graphic novel. So it's just one volume. And it's about um, a girl. And she likes to ride horses. And it kind of blends horses and Faith Erin Hicks's love of them and her love of Star Trek growing up. Although in this it's a fictional show, but it's the same. It's about a girl who has a big falling out with her best friend and goes to a different stable to ride without having to worry about competition. And she meets a group of kids, and it's how she becomes friends with them. And over this bonding, over this sci-fi show and, and horses, horses in Star Trek. Who doesn't who doesn't love that? Hmm. <laughs> you like horses?
1: Yes, I do. <laughs> anyway it's
2: very good I really I really like Faith Erin Hicks's stuff she did the illustrations for Pumpkin Heads by Rainbow Rowell which I've talked about and she's done several of her own graphic novels which I really really enjoy. so
1: nice. it's a good one what are we talking about this time
0: so it was actually Patty's turn to pick so Patty why don't you tell us more about Six of Crows <laughs> So, um, this was supposed to be our found family
2: trope book. Um, What do y'all think about that? Do you think this would be found
0: family? Maybe if we put the word dysfunctional? I was going to say, you you made it sound like it's not what that's supposed to be. (laughs) I still think it's found family. Because, you know, not all real families are functional. functional. (laughs) Most of them are not. Most
2: of them are not. (laughs) (laughs) Just varying degrees. This is a story set in... Uh, Lee Bardugo's um, Grisha world. So there are people who can uh, manipulate forces, like they can manipulate the body or they can manipulate tides or or they can make things. And um, this is about a group of thieves who are given the chance to steal a person out of the most impenetrable fortress in the world, and uh, for that, they get 30 million Kruger, which I'm assuming are, I don't know what the exchange rate is between Kruger's dollars, <laughs> but I'm assuming it's close to $30 million, which is a lot of money. Um, so that is the basics of the story it's a heist novel, they're going to go in, they're going to steal this guy out of this prison, and they're going to get real rich if they don't kill each other while they're doing it. Do you want to read the publisher's synopsis? Ketterdam, a bustling hub of international trade where anything can be had for the right price. And no one knows that better than criminal prodigy Kaz Brecker. Kaz is offered a chance at a deadly heist that could make him rich beyond his wildest dreams. But he can't pull it off alone. A convict with a thirst for revenge. A sharpshooter who can't walk away from a wager. A runaway with a privileged past. A spy known as the Wraith a heartrender using her magic to survive the slums, a thief with a gift for unlikely escapes. Kaz's crew are the only ones who might stand between the world and destruction if they don't kill each other first. And there was a moment in this book that I think kind of describes everybody really well. Kaz leaned back. What's the easiest way to steal a man's wallet? Knife to the throat, asked Dinesh. Gun to the back, said Jasper poison in his cup suggested nina you're all horrible said (laughs) matthias and i'm like that pretty much sums up all of them because kaz's response is the easiest way to steal a man's wallet is to tell him you're going to steal his watch and i i think that that just sums up everybody's personality so well (laughs) i would agree so
0: tell us about the cover patty your favorite
1: uh, I will talk. say,
0: not the cover, but I love that the pages are black. Yeah, and I
2: don't remember. I got this so long ago because it's a hardback, and it, so I got it when this book came out. And I think the pages just came. It, it wasn't like a special edition or anything. I think, no, I think they the, just the pages yeah. are just sprayed black, which is cool. I like it. Um, the cover is black and gray. Yeah. And it has a crow... On it, and its wing is reaching down, and it says six of crows in a pretty font. And it's covering that tower. Oh, and it is is—it is covering a tower, yes. it's like, And it's almost like it's dripping onto the tower. It and took I me a
0: while to realize it was a crow at first. I like that the pops of color are red, so Ooh. it's all grayscale with, like,
1: the title on the spine being red. It's a pretty book. Yeah, pretty. and on the, in the first page of mine is a depiction of the tattoo that they all had. The the gang. There's different gangs in yeah. this world and their gang is called the dregs. So their tattoo is a crow drinking like what's left uh, in a wine glass. What does the text say? It's under the glass. I think it's Latin or no, no it's not. It says no mourners No, no funerals. funerals. Which right. is their <laughs> their little saying. Right.
0: <laughs> That's what I thought it said from way over here on the other side of the table uh, you're right <laughs> I was like I feel like that's important what does it say clearly
1: I need my readers on oh, it's no. Latin <laughs> oh no it just says no mourners no funerals never mind I saw something with an M and an S at the end it's probably Latin <laughs> it's Morbius blah 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 <laughs> I like how you went with Morbius sure I mean that works Mortis whatever us <laughs>
2: mortis whatever is okay so I picked this one and um, I had thought I had read this book when I picked this book I had not read this book (laughs) I must have started this book because like reading the first couple of chapters I was like yeah I know what's happening and then all of a sudden we hit a point where I didn't not know what was happening and I'm like did I have a stroke and just delete all memory of this book no I must have just put it down at some point and not picked it back up and I don't quite understand how I managed to do that but um because I if I had read this book I would have read the second one because this book ends on a cliffhanger and I need to know what happens
0: um yeah my guess is you probably read the beginning of the book once upon a time and then you read the end
2: I no, I didn't know. So you thought you finished it? I didn't know because you like to skip to the end. Because who needs the middle? So I did not know how this book was going to end when I was reading this book. So I did not even get far enough along to skip ahead.
0: I mean, you know, I skipped ahead. Well, I know because I was going to say I was surprised you liked this book because one, there's a gross eyeball scene. There is a gross eyeball scene. The eyeball scene was. And Real gross. two, all those plot lines running, and they're all kind of intense. And I just know you had to flip to certain parts to figure out how they were going to end. Okay, so I admit I do flipping, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy the book. That just I'm means not saying I'm saying you didn't enjoy it. You just said you didn't think I'd like it. I know. I mean, in general, you <laughs> flipping. I don't think that means you don't enjoy it. Okay. There but were I was certain, surprised. There were certain things I did need. I,
2: I was curious about. I We were talking about this earlier uh, before we started recording. And I asked you to, to wait because I want you to try to guess. What what plot points did I have to flip ahead to find out about?
0: Uh, I think it has to do with some of the romantic interests. Okay. Well, you said Jesper was your favorite, so I'm guessing you were wondering where his love goes. <laughs> because throughout the majority of the book, he talks about how he loves Kaz, I feel like.
1: Oh, funny! No, and that is not who I ever put no, him. Um, no, no, I'm no. I'm just but saying he's crushing on Kaz. He's crushing on
0: Kaz through the majority of this book, but to me, it was Jasper and Waylon. So, what I think is so or funny, Waylon, 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 and no, Waylon, Wyland? right. Okay,
2: what I think is so funny is it's Latin. I did. <laughs> 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 I did not even really pick up. I mean. The Jasper the, the crushing on Kaz, I, I wouldn't have even used the word crush. Like I didn't even, it was always, always wildin for
0: me. No. no.
2: That is so interesting. Like, because just he sort of, doesn't
0: even know Wylan until
1: but later. But, like, yeah. like, as
2: soon as he meets, as soon as he And doesn't want to be paired talking. up with Wylin. No,
1: he keeps talking about, like, if only Kaz would pay attention to me. What could I do that Inej is doing? That yeah. why make, and then, like, oh, dang, I can't believe I missed a chance to see him naked. I know, but, <laughs> but like, that just, to me,
2: I was like, no, that's, the
1: that's Wyland, not. That's Crush? The that's Wyland just,
2: stuff <laughs> was so interesting in my face to me like I was like oh my god if this isn't a pairing I'm gonna go look up for fanfic for it because like him and Wyland, but
0: yeah I felt like that didn't even really come about until like at least the second half of the book oh that's so funny because it wasn't until they were paired up in the ice uh that's so funny
2: to me because I was just looking over the first scene where they first meet which is um from where I pulled that quote from and even there like I saw the threads of it because he's the one who's, like, poking him about who he is and how little he knows. And, like, and I was, like, oh, that's that's going to go somewhere. Look at how he's poking that guy. And I was just, like, yeah. So, like, to me, as soon as he came on the scene, I was, like, I forget Kaz. <laughs> yeah. And
0: then I was curious if maybe it was Inej and Kaz, like. Because there's kind of like a, it's not a love triangle, but two of them are definitely crushing on Kaz. Oddly enough, I couldn't decide if
2: Ka- if Jasper was crushing on Kaz or crushing on Inez. No. or both. No. Actually, a little bit. No, um, no, Kaz, you could definitely tell. I, it's so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> Reading just a different way, maybe I don't know. He but. was so
0: jealous of Anes. Oh, but oh her, Jasper! Oh Jasper! there are so, moments when yeah. he's. I mean. He has admiration for her too and her abilities. I feel like, but no, he doesn't like how close she is to Kaz. and how Kaz tells
1: her things that he won't tell Jasper and stuff like that. There's which a turns out to be, that. you know, <laughs> yes. prudent. But yeah, <sighs> that's so. Hmm. Hmm.
2: He's just so concerned about her when she's injured, and he's so. Oh, cons- I think he likes
0: like, her. Yeah, I think he. I mean, they are family. Yeah, he loves her, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to be in love with her or be with her, right? romantically. No, he wants to be with Wyland. I think he definitely has a preference there, and she does not fulfill that. Oh, see, I took it from
1: his conversation with Wyland that he likes both girls and boys. No, because no. he—I didn't get that
2: when he says.
1: He said something to Wyland, like maybe girls, and Wyland was like, just girls? And, and then like, no, Jesper's like, just ooh. No, <laughs> he was he like.
2: He does say not just girls. I promise.
1: No,
0: he's. I thought that was him asking Wyland if Wyland. I,
1: I think don't know. that was Wyland telling Jesper, I'm not into girls. Yeah. Well, and that, then that's Jesper what I was saying. gets all giddy over that. Right.
2: But
0: I've, i That's how I took that
2: exchange as
1: well. Yeah.
2: Him saying he likes both. Jesper is good with both no,
1: I girls never, and boys. No, I never read that. I mean, maybe, but that's not how I read I it. I feel at
0: a loss here because I am not holding a physical copy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'm like, wait, where is it? Because he says, Jesper says, if only you could talk to girls in equations. There was a long silence and then eyes trained on the notch they'd just created the link while and said, just girls? Jesper restrained to grin, no, not just girls. Yeah. I still thought Not that was him girls, feeling whilein out. Talk
1: to boys too, yeah. as in like me,
2: right? See, I took it as him anyway. Okay,
1: we <laughs> clearly disagree but, on, on. I thought it was the scene where the, he was
0: feeling Wylan out to see where whilein's the one that where whilein's interest lie. lie. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's how I mm. took it too. Like he's trying to be like, oh, you can you can talk to girls. I mean,
2: yes, he he was definitely feeling his interest out, but I also took it as him. No,
0: no, I did not at all.
2: It's so interesting.
0: Okay, I'm, now I feel like I'm gonna have to ask other people <laughs> that I know read this. I, <laughs> I, I know, like,
2: me what too. We just need to read the second so book, maybe. I, I well, no, because if they're endgame, then they're not. It's not gonna come up. But who you knows if they're in game? I have the horrible feeling that like it's not going to end well for
0: people in the second book. Well, I'm surprised. They all made it uh, yeah. ish. ish. I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil the ending, so I'll just say ish. I'm going to leave some gray area there.
2: Yeah. I mean, they didn't all end up dead, which right. the stakes were, I was, I was surprised. But then there wouldn't be a book too, I guess, if they all ended up dead.
0: Well, they couldn't all die, but yeah, some <laughs> of them could be alive. But yeah, and some of them are. I'll leave it at that.
2: <laughs> I can't imagine they all come out well in the second book. Also, just because some of them, I don't like Matthias and Nina. I, uh, I don't know how that can end well.
0: I don't know, but that was the storyline. I was the most. Oh, was it? In. <laughs> yes. But also from watching the Shadow and Bone show. I felt a connection to them from there. So I was getting a lot more of the backstory. Or I guess I got more of the backstory from watching the show to begin with. It gets filled in later in the book as you go along. But you're seeing kind of what happened after. Okay. And I wanted to know
2: where it's going to go. Because the show technically takes place before this story, right?
0: Not exactly. No, I think it's kind of...
2: In theory,
0: the first... It's based on the first series, but they have also incorporated elements of Six of Crows in it. So they're kind of in the show world happening simultaneously. Okay. Okay. To a degree, but I don't really know quite how they'll pull that off since this definitely happens after the Civil War
2: Yeah, is over. that's what I was curious about. Because I was like, I thought that the Civil War was and happening.
0: I'm pretty... Yeah. Parts of that are definitely happening in the first series. Huh. Okay. So, right. But I, in the show... You see that whole boat type scene okay. that is mentioned in the Six of Crows. And that you get more pieces of the further you go along with the Nina and Matthias story. But yes, I want to know where where it ends up. We're still not 100% sure.
2: Uh, no, exactly. we are not exactly.
0: <laughs> neither one
2: is, ends in a particularly great spot. It's in
0: a place where I'm okay with it right now. But ultimately... I can't spoil it, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do enjoy, I did enjoy the structure of the story about how it's divided into different point of views and that you get that backstory. The farther you go along, the more backstory you get as well, but it doesn't feel like it's done in an intrusive way. It's, it's done in, in a way that works really well. It, it flows well. It doesn't stop the flow of the story for me. And she's also a smart enough writer that when things really get going in the book, the backstory stops. <laughs> like you've gotten all the backstory you need and then it's just movement till the end. Boom, boom, boom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she uses it well as a device too so that you don't see some things that are happening because you're not with that character at that time. Yes. So it kind of um, builds on a little bit of the intrigue of what's you know how they're gonna pull this off because you don't get to see every single piece. Of the puzzle,
0: which works too because they don't get to see every single piece right. of the puzzle, except for Kaz. Kind of. Kind of. of. And speaking of Kaz, he's probably my least favorite. Oh, really?
2: He's I my know. favorite. I It's say, like, yeah, we've talked about our favorites. What What was your favorite storyline, Sarah?
1: Kaz and Inej, I guess. But I really prefer Kaz to Inej. And yeah, really? I'm sorry. I like Inej way better. <laughs> oh, don't apologize. I, just, I love Kaz. I feel like there's. Um, Maybe because we saw more of his like backstory and his youth and stuff than we did of hers. Like she references a little bit about how she ended up where she is, but it doesn't feel as like it doesn't feel as built out as his. Mm Really, I thought it did because she talks about like being stolen. Yeah, that was kind of it. (laughs) She's an acrobat, and here's how she got stolen. Yeah. But that's kind
2: of it. I do. I I love Kaz. I think he is delightful, and every time we got a little bit more of his backstory, I
0: I was like, "Oh my poor crime baby." I I wanted (laughs) him to get over himself. Oh, I agree. No, I'm not
1: saying that. I think he's like. He's definitely a flawed character. Oh God! Every single one this needs counseling. Yeah, and maybe it's because this
0: one focused more heavily on Kaz. Than any of the other characters, I feel like. It could be,
1: yeah. But I mean, we didn't really I get the. Him to
0: get over himself. We don't
1: know how. We tell know a, what he's thinking. We know um, a little bit about the rest of them and their, like, childhoods. But, but not really as much as him, I don't think.
0: But also, there's a part with that that also kind of made me mad. And maybe it's why I'm, like, holding it against Kaz. Um, Pekka Rollins. Are you mad that he didn't just. Why is Pekka Rollins still alive? This is a spoiler, <laughs> but <laughs> I ultimate mean, spoiler, but he had his chance. Yeah. And I mean I guess he's using it for leverage. Oh no,
1: I think that he, he I know he has a reason. Yeah, I think his reason is that would have been too easy. Too easy and not like the um not giving him the satisfaction of vengeance that really is what he wants more than because long he doesn't more is coming I'm he doesn't want pecker I'm rollins sure to will.
2: die he wants pecker
1: rollins to suffer and be humiliated
2: and then and die.
1: then die and okay. realize like who it was that brought him down and, it, yeah. well, if he had, and part
0: of that too i was like he didn't even tell him right but if he had but if he if tells he had, him
1: I know. He, he's working on something. You know I him. hope so. He's always like 18 steps ahead, which is leads me to my – I have like a couple critiques of this book. Overall, I liked it. Sorry. Why are, <laughs> Wait, you, are you apologizing, apologizing for, for liking, liking it? To myself. <laughs> 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 but a couple critiques. <laughs> and one is I know that this is a YA book, and so the characters are teenagers. To me, they do not read – Oh, they teenage. don't read as They teen read age. a lot older, and every time I would come to a paragraph where they were like, and she was 17, I was like, what? She's <laughs> not 17. You don't think living
0: on the street would age you?
1: Not, okay, would it make you hard and bitter? For sure. Would it make you super clever so that you knew how to figure out all the stuff about how Maybe. people... Inter- uh, no. I do admit... I don't think
0: you're giving these teenagers enough credit. That Ugh, I didn't no. think
2: about how old they were in it like i it just didn't occur to me to even until they mentioned that they're 16, 17 i didn't really think about them having ages if that makes sense
1: <laughs> well i in my mind they were reading older they i was picturing them older and then t- then when you'd read like and they were 16 i think
2: i'm picturing 17. i have watched a couple of episodes of of the tv show so like that is very much the image of them i have in my head
0: but also i mean it doesn't take place in our modern times either, if you think about it. I don't know. Historically, that age—you were an adult. You that is had true. your own You had your own household at
1: that age. Yeah, society so, put that on you. It doesn't mean brains developed faster.
0: <laughs> Maybe they did. I don't believe you so. There.
1: <laughs> I think we've dumbed society down by babying them for far too long. Mm, I, you got to look into the science of it.
0: (laughs) I like science. Okay.
1: (laughs) Anyway, so that was my one criticism. My other criticism, I can't really get into the details without giving a spoiler away, but let me just say that there was one character who, when they finally revealed this character's motivation, I was like, what? (laughs) That is ridiculous, but... You'll get there, reader, if you read this book, and then maybe you'll know i don't what I'm I don't think I even know who you're talking about. Oh, no, no, yes, She
2: told us before we started recordings, because it was a spoiler. And I have to say, I, I did not have that. <laughs> 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 that. Just so you know, that conversation happened like maybe 20 minutes ago. I don't feel that it was that as, what, as Sarah does. But I do oh. admit, it was a little like.
0: I was thinking. Well, that's a, a teen stupid character. reason. Well, like one of the main characters. No, Never a third character. I do remember okay, this. Okay. I don't
2: think it's as, as crazy as as Sarah does come to think of it. But I I do believe it is a it's a dumb reason. Yeah. And kind of short sighted. <laughs> I don't quite understand the reasoning behind this character's thoughts.
1: Yeah. It's not a likable character. I know, but. I just still feel like <laughs> it's still a more different thing motivation. To make it you would hate him even more. Right. Didn't make me
0: hate the story, though. Oh, no. I, God, no. Because no. I still need to read. That's crooked what I'm Kingdom. saying.
1: Like, two, those are my two. Oh, I'm grabbing criticisms. Crooked
0: Kingdom today because
2: I'm like, I need to find out what happens. And you can bet I will know what happens by
1: this evening. Because you're going to flip to the back? Yeah. no way you can read that all. She had to read the end.
0: <laughs> And you know what? You could just
2: Google it. No, I couldn't because I have to flip and read bits. I'll read
0: just bits
2: throughout the whole thing. So That I...
0: hurts me so much.
2: <laughs> it's how I show my love, Catherine.
0: That is
1: not the way it was intended I'm sure for you that to love it. Maybe you should write to Lee Bardugo and be like, you know, for your next book, just write the last chapter. I don't need no, to see. Don't waste your time on all this.
2: I love it. Seeing how they get to where they get.
0: <laughs> okay, write the first chapter. And then just tell me about Jesper and Wyland. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It'll be like, I need to know their love. looked longingly at Wyland and then skip all the rest and no, just write the last I page that how... says, and then they kissed. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I really enjoyed the world building. I didn't, I have not read. Uh, you have not not read the um, other series which comes first of the Grisha verse, which is the Shadow and Bone series but I still enjoyed this although it's recommended that you do not start with this like you should start with the other ones they say
2: oh I haven't read the other ones either
1: well I guess there's some amount of spoiling since this takes place after the events of that book
2: well I mean the Civil War is over
1: but you can you can enjoy this without having read that. But I guess if I went back and read that, I would be like, oh yeah, I already knew that. Patty's fine with that. Yeah. I am fine <laughs> with that. So you know what
2: I'm gonna read? I'm gonna read the the first three. That's how I bring joy to my life.
1: First three or the first or the last chapters of the first
2: three? I'm gonna read the entire book, Sarah. <laughs> I Just read the order enti- she wants. I, exactly. Thank you very much.
1: She's gonna read book three and then book one.
2: No, I'm going to read the first part of book one, the second part of book one, the third part of book one. It's just
1: maybe not in that one, two, three order. There is another book coming out. Um, we were, Catherine and I were actually lucky enough to see this author speak um, recently. And she was describing another book that's about to come out in the same um, Grisha verse, which is called Demon in the Wood. And it's going to be a graphic novel kind of telling the backstory of the villain in the first series. Ooh, so it's the back, the Darkling,
2: right? Darkling. The, yes. His backstory. Huh. A young Darkling. Huh. I'm not sure how I feel about getting the backstory of a villain. Oh, I
0: love well, it. Well,
1: what she said, which was interesting, is she doesn't really like to write a villain that's just like... A villain. S- straight up evil. Like she likes to kind of explain... Why this person is this way and show them some like He has layers. Show some human side to them so that you can you can realize that people aren't just monsters they're but monsters can be human kind of I don't know. I'm not explaining that well.
0: No, I mean I'm I'm all for getting a villain's backstory.
1: Okay. What made them
0: a villain? Like yeah. What are you
2: because I'm pretty sure Weren't you the person that was saying how you were not into the songbirds and snakes? that that About Snow? Snow backstory
0: for Hunger Games? Okay, villains that I enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I didn't find anything redeeming about President Snow from the Hunger Games. But in, I don't know, in Shadow and Bone, you see bits and pieces of the Darkling. Okay. It's a little different. Then presidents know. Well, he's young and attractive. Well, I didn't see him in the book, but <laughs> he's described I guess I as young and attractive. I'm guessing that he was what,
2: 14?
0: 17 <laughs> no? at least. No, he, he was
1: older. He's <laughs> in his 20s. Sarah. Oh, my God. Thank goodness. you very much. <laughs> he's walking with a cane and limping around. Hey,
0: what you got against canes? You're right. Cass Cass has walks a with a cane. Actually, I really do like that. I
2: really like that one of her main characters just lives with chronic pain and, and just deals with it and like what it means for him because she, she does and she had, she wrote that in there right. very specifically. And uh, one time I did get to meet her and I have a good friend that has chronic pain and, and she really appreciates, she walks with a cane and she really loves that Kaz has a cane and that it isn't seen as a weakness And like, that was the one thing I I really wanted to tell the author was thank you for doing that and for writing this representation. And yeah, I really love
1: that that's in there. Yeah, I agree. She said too at this um, talk that she felt like her first series was very white and very hetero. I've not read it, so I can't speak to that. So she did try to
0: Diversify.
1: diversify in this one. And also, she feels like the show, which is now on Netflix, Shadow, did a better job. Did a better job of diversifying the (laughs) cast.
2: Yeah. Okay, I can see that. So, if you like Six of Crows and you like heist novels or Found Family, what are some other good books that you would recommend, Catherine?
0: So I've already talked about this one once before, but I would highly recommend the Gilded Wolves trilogy by Rashni Chakshi. Um, It's a really good one to read if you enjoyed The Six of Crows. The first of the series is called The Gilded Wolves, just like the name of the series. (laughs) (laughs) And it follows the escapades of a found family of six outcasts. They're in Paris, out to steal a powerful artifact. Everyone on the team has a different strength or ability, and I really enjoyed watching how that all comes into play as they work together to pull off their heist, and just like this one, they don't always get along. So, which I think is true to most families. Sarah, do you have one?
1: Yes, I do have one. Um, but full disclosure, I have not actually read this, but it is checked out to me and sitting on my nightstand. So, so maybe basically the that same kind thing. of counts. <laughs> <laughs> But it's called Gallant by V.E. Schwab, and um, the description says, Olivia Pryor has grown up in Maryland's school for girls, and all she has of her past is her mother's journal, which seems to unravel into madness. Then a letter invites Olivia to come home to Gallant. Yet when Olivia arrives, no one is expecting her. But Olivia is not about to leave the first place that feels like home. It doesn't matter if her cousin Matthew is hostile or if she sees half-formed ghouls haunting the hallways. Olivia knows that Gallant is hiding secrets, and she's determined to uncover them. When she crosses a ruined wall at just the right moment, Olivia finds herself in a place that is Gallant, but not. The manor is crumbling, the ghouls are solid, and a mysterious figure rules over all. Now Olivia sees what has unraveled generations of her family and where her father may have come from. Olivia has always wanted to belong somewhere, but will she take her place as a prior, protecting our world against the master of the house, or will she take her place beside him? That is also
2: sitting on my nightstand, and I also have not yet read it. But it's—it's it's like I have. It's been sitting there. <laughs> I really like the author. Yeah. So I, mean this, I could
0: see it being great, right? I haven't read it either. I want to want we'll to find out next time we come back. Maybe we'll get to I was have to try Maybe we should all read that one sometime. <laughs> yeah, since we do have it.
1: But you know, magic, found family, orphans, blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> sold blah 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 (laughs) on it got it
2: so glad I already own it how about you Patty I have one it is called Master of One by Jada Jones and Danielle Bennett and the publisher description says sinister sorcery gallows humor a queer romance rags is a thief an excellent one he's stolen into nobles coffers picked soldiers pockets and even liberated a ring or two off the fingers of passerby until he's caught by the queen's garden and forced to find an ancient fae relic for a sadistic royal sorcerer. But Rags could never have guessed that this relic would actually be a fae himself, a distractingly handsome, annoyingly perfect ancient fae prince called Shining Talon. Good thing Rags can think on his toes because things just get stranger from there. And um, it is pretty much great if you're looking for a heist novel. Again, it's got... Um, Found family, a little bit, a little bit enemies to lovers. Uh, It's definitely got a lot of double crossing and um, planning and things going wrong and all of that stuff that I really enjoyed in this book. Um, It's another one. It also ends a little bit um, (laughs) cliffhanger-y. So, (laughs) but, um, and the second one is not out yet. (laughs) which hurts my heart because I really want to know what happens.
0: All right, so what are we covering in our next episode? Well, the holiday season is upon us once again. The holiday season. We're going to do another episode where we each read one or two titles with a holiday theme. The ones I'm thinking about are definitely on the rom-com side, which is a little different than what I've been reading lately, which is kind of darker. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it, so it should – Yes. Be the perfect thing to get me ready for some holiday fun. Yeah, <laughs> so you are going straight from spooky season tone. to,
2: to rom com. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Same. It's how I do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, i have kind of looking, and I, I I was looking for something that's maybe not a little rom comy, and it's been difficult to
1: find. I think that's what the holiday books are usually. I yeah. mean, Hallmark yeah. movies. Yeah, uh, I Netflix know. Netflix is doing their
0: versions. They're all those rom coms, uh-huh. and I enjoy them. <laughs> i'm not saying i don't no i know but i just think it's. what's <laughs> wrong with you it's funny i'm broken I'm inside Sarah. Straight from horror to <laughs> happy rom-coms
2: yeah i think most i think everything i'm looking at is rom-com i was kind of looking for something maybe that was just wintry that maybe didn't have a, a rom-com theme but um I'm, I'm kind of failing in that rom-com it is
1: yes
0: yeah. I haven't found any either.
1: I, was I not, wasn't
2: really
0: trying to not find any, but.
2: I need to get in the, maybe I need to watch like a Hallmark movie or something to like switch my brain over into that Christmassy, Hanukkah-y,
0: rom-com-y. I, I may have already started doing <laughs> that. <laughs> So this has been another episode of Spill Lit by the Gwinnett County Public Library. I'm Catherine. I'm Patty. And I'm Sarah. And we want you to join us next time as we spill the tea on some season's readings. Remember to like, review, and subscribe. And until next time, keep reading.